Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Dr. Irene Siegel here joining us today from Centerpoint Counseling. Yeah, she's the owner based out of Huntington, New York. DrIreneSiegel.com is her website and she conducts her psychotherapy practice here. And uh, we're going to talk today about this integrated health counseling center. And welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you, Jill? I'm doing well, hon. Thank you. For those new-time listeners, let's establish again a little bit about who you are, what you do, and I know we're going to dive further into uh, psychotherapy today. Yeah. Well, I am a psychotherapy in Huntington. I have my um, master's degree in social work. My PhD is in transpersonal psychology, and I'm an EMDR consultant, and I also integrate meditation into what I do. I teach classes to professional therapists. I teach classes to people who want to learn meditation, and I kind of run the gamut between healing trauma and awakening consciousness. Mm, beautiful. Thanks so much. What did you want to kind of guide us on your journey for today? Well, I thought maybe today we could talk a little bit about how psychology is changing and how practice is changing and how my practice has been changing over the years so that people understand where we've been, where we are now, and how what we're doing now fits in to really a changing paradigm in our world. So I thought that would be a good starting point. Perfect. We are all ears. Okay. Well, when I first actually started studying psychology, um, I completed my master's degree in social work, and then I went to a three-year psychoanalytic training program. And back then, psychoanalytic therapy was really the modality of psychotherapy. And there are still good therapists that use that modality, but there's been a lot of changes along the way. So I feel that my training has been great because with that training, plus years of working in a psychiatric hospital, it was a great format for really learning how to identify psychological dysfunction and how to work with that. So I started there, but as I had said really in my first podcast with you, that I also have been teaching meditation and healing for a long time because even as a child, I was a meditator, and I really struggled to figure out how do I integrate both of these. So psychology has changed along the way. We started out with a more Freudian approach. Then Carl Jung came along, and he did a lot of studying, actually, in India, and he learned some of the ancient wisdom techniques and perceptions that Freud did not talk about. And so Jung started to talk about a collective unconscious. And this is a field of energy and consciousness that collects, that connects all of us. So we all have an interconnected field that we're often not aware of, but it's there. And Jung talked about the therapist as an alchemist in psychotherapy, where the energy of the therapist changes the alchemical container with, between therapist and client. And that's how I see my practice. Along the way, there have been other theorists that have come along to develop humanistic psychology, transpersonal psychology, their behavioral behavioral psychologists out there, but my own path has been to go from psychoanalytic to more transpersonal. And so what does transpersonal mean? Well, in conventional psychotherapy, we're used to identifying the client along a continuum of dysfunction to normal adaptive behavior. 
And we want to get the client to that place of adaptive behavior, which means reprocessing old trauma that hasn't been processed, alleviating depression, alleviating anxiety. And we can do that through a variety of modalities. But in a transpersonal perspective, we see the client on a larger continuum. It's not just about getting the client to adaptive functioning, but taking the client beyond that to reach their highest potential. And this is how I view my clients, and this is what unfolds organically in my process. So what makes the field of psychology a transpersonal field is when we expand our perception of what we want for a client. When we recognize that some of the knowledge from the ancient wisdom traditions has its place in psychology. So there's been research done over the, over many years, actually, we've been many, many years of transpersonal researchers that have realized that there is a shared field, that even we, we can even communicate a healing energy from one location to the other. There was a psychologist named Jean Ochtberg. Many years ago, she studied with shamans, and she was very, very much into teaching about that. And then she actually started to do research in the field of transpersonal psychology. And she would take native healers, and she would bring them into the lab, and she would actually do MRIs on them to see what's happening in their brain when they report they're doing distance healing. So there's been a lot of that kind of experimentation in the transpersonal field. There's been less written about in terms of the application to transpersonal psychotherapy. And that's what my focus has been in my, in my therapy work, in my writing, and in my teaching to other therapists and to clients. So what I try to do is to help other therapists understand that there's a much broader spectrum within which we can work with a client. So for that, it means integrating tools of mindfulness, attunement, and resonance. And mindfulness originally came from Buddhist philosophy. There are Buddhist psychotherapists out there. My training has been more with the indigenous culture and that range of transpersonal experience where one learns to journey into the non-ordinary spaces. And we can do a whole other podcast on what that means and how they work and how I teach that. But in terms of my psychotherapy, I bring in a full range of experience for the client. So because I am a meditator and I teach meditation, I have known for many, many years, if not my lifetime, how to get into these deeper, quiet, silent spaces. So in my practice with clients, there's a lot of silent space. Now, what's really interesting is, first of all, I'm an EMDR consultant, so I do a lot of EMDR work. And EMDR stands for eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. And it's about using an eight-phase protocol to reprocess unprocessed trauma so a client can move easily and swiftly from a place of being triggered by unprocessed trauma to creating adaptive functioning in their everyday world. And in that process, there is silent space as we use bilateral stimulation, either with eye movement, I prefer music that goes from ear to ear, where the client could be 
quiet and brain function is enhanced by this type of experience in the session. So to me, this is an opportunity for the client to go deeper into a meditative state. And I actually do that with the client as well. So when a client is processing, and if they're using music, which most of my clients do, they're able to close their eyes, and I take a deep breath. And I also am right there in that meditative state with them. Now, there have been researchers that have done a lot of research on what happens when we meditate. And it really depends on the type of meditation, but there's pretty much consensus that the frontal lobe of the brain gets really quiet and it's that frontal lobe that gives us dialogue that gives us um that's where we analyze what's going on in our lives that's why people could be in therapy for a lot of years and they have a lot of great understanding of their issues but it's frontal lobe with emdr and getting into quiet space we can access unprocessed trauma that's stored in the back of the brain and with the enhanced brain integration we start to bring it forward so it can be reprocessed in the frontal lobe. That quiet space that I use as a meditation experience, teaching clients how to connect to their own intuitive process, their own imagination, their own inner senses, facilitates a really swift healing within the context of EMDR. Now, you don't have to be an EMDR therapist to use some of these tools, and I really explain that very well in my book, The Sacred Path of the Therapist, Modern Healing, Ancient Wisdom, and Client Transformation. I take these tools of ancient wisdom, which includes journeying and what I call transpersonal resourcing, and bring it into an EMDR process. And that could be adapted to many forms of psychotherapy as long as the therapist allows for those quiet, silent spaces. I find that the process speeds up tremendously, and when I teach this process to other therapists, they report the same, that the client starts to reprocess trauma very quickly, and we neutralize current triggers, we heal the old trauma, and the client steps into the future with a whole different perspective of who they are in their world. So in a transpersonal therapy approach that I have developed and I am now writing about, it, the therapist becomes the tool for transformation. So this goes back to Carl Jung, who talks about the therapist as the alchemist. We hold an energy. We hold a range of frequency. There's been more science on this, not, not so much in the field of psychotherapy, but in science, there's um, a field called cymatics which is about how sound and thought affect form. Um, Dr. Emoto, who did that, the studies on transmitting emotion to water and then freezing the water and looking at the crystals, saw that beautiful organized patterns would develop when the thought process was really a beautiful process of appreciation and love. And when it was a negative thought process, the, the crystal structure would be chaotic. And this can happen with what we bring into the shared field with our client. We all bring something into that shared field, no matter where we are or who we're with. Every therapist comes into a session with their own emotions, but we don't usually think about how that affects what happens in the shared field and the impact that it happens on the client. When the client gets comfortable 
in using their imagination and they get past the questioning of am I just crazy that I'm having these images and they can just go with it they have astounding healing experiences and I've seen this over and over so my personal practice is laden with this integration of mindfulness attunement with the client and resonance to a greater cosmic whole so Carl Jung when he started talking about the collective unconscious he was touching on something that we didn't have in the West it evolved with other theorists who talked about higher consciousness um, higher awareness transpersonal self in transpersonal psychology theory they talk about the everyday self which is how we usually go about in our world where we are defined by our outer world and we view ourselves in the context of our outer world but then when we go inside there's a transpersonal part of us that starts to connect to our own drummer our own soul and we start to diffuse the external identity and find our true identity the step from there is really to go into a full transpersonal experience where we just know ourselves as being one with a cosmic whole. Now, many of us can't get there. Master, master healers and spiritual leaders on our planet have gotten there, and they set the bar for us to learn how to use the tools to move on our spiritual path. But in my practice, I've seen very much how people not only heal trauma, but it awakens them to their own spiritual path. Wow, inspiring. My goodness. At this I point, know it's a lot. You've talked perfectly amount of enough time to take our commercial break. And we got to remind everyone who we are talking to and how we could reach you. So, my name is Irene Siegel, I R E N E S I E G E L. My website is Dr. Irene Siegel, D R I R E N E S I E G E L dot com. I'm in Huntington. My phone number is 631-547-5433, and that's the center point number. And you're welcome to contact me, and we can talk about therapy. We can talk about classes. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, let's take this break, and we'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved solved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, online radio box, and simple radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcast on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Do you want to be healthier? Do you want to have better relationships? Do you want to have more abundance and success in your career? Maximize your potential in this lifetime with Feng Shui. My name is Ayelita Lito. I'm a Feng Shui master. I help my clients achieve all of this and more. Contact me at A-E-L-I-T-A-L-E-T-O.com. AyelitaLito.com. Are you struggling with fatigue, insomnia, digestive issues, brain fog, or some other health problem, and nothing seems to work? This is because the root cause is not being addressed. Hi, I'm Amy Willis, Master Herbalist, Certified Naturopath, and owner of Herbs for You. At Herbs for You, we get to the root of health issues. Call 605-254-1437 or visit our website at www.herbs4uyou.org. Where medicine has failed, herbs prevail. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're excited to have Dr. Irene Siegel here joining us from Huntington, New York at Centerpoint Counseling. That's Dr. Irene Siegel, D-R-I-R-E-N-E-S-I-E-G-E-L. That's the website. And we're talking about her psychotherapy practice today. Uh, And uh, she does so many different types of modalities. And I know I think next time we're focusing more on the holistic side, but it is still part of who you are and the meditation groups and meditation in general. Oh, absolutely. I can't separate them. So, you know, it's been so interesting over the last few years with the um, COVID pandemic because I have been forced to change how I practice. So I've done a lot of online remote um, EMDR sessions, but I've also expanded my meditation classes. And because there's been such a need out there for psychotherapy, a lot of therapists don't even have openings. And it's, it's really difficult for people to find what they need, which is really a sad state. But I've expanded my classes, and even online, I've taught meditation classes that people join from all over. And so I can't separate the meditation piece, the holistic piece, the energy healing piece from therapy. To me, it's all one. So it's been very interesting times that the whole paradigm of psychotherapy is changing and what's changing also in that is that we are experiencing as a culture really collective trauma you know we all went through trauma to different degrees through the covid pandemic and then you add to that political upheaval economic upheaval social cultural racial upheaval All of that was coming to a head. And I will talk in another podcast about what that means in terms of changing paradigm. I'll get into it more. But in terms of servicing people, 
it's become essential for, for a therapist to become creative as to how they deal with the number of people that require services. So I have many clients that come to me, and they come into my meditation classes because, first of all, I can only practice therapy in states where my client lives. But people can come into my classes from anywhere. And I have people from the United States, Canada, outside, you know, other countries as well, because it's a tremendous healing modality when it's used in a way to guide people through a process. So the whole, for me, at least, the whole perception of what it means to be a psychotherapist and a healer is extremely integrated extremely and I'm part of an integrated session um, I'm part of an integrated collaborative group one of my clients is a car my client my um, co- cohort is a he, he's a chiropractor he does energy healing he does clinical nutrition so that's in my world there, there's so much going on that can interface and interreact and I think it's really important to be able to draw on these different modalities and recognize that the modality that you use, whatever you use, is just a doorway in. Because in any of those doorways, you can access the deeper consciousness, and you can access body memory, you can access bodily physical healing as a way of reaching repressed trauma, and you can work a psychological process. So my own practice has become extremely integrated. So when people come to see me individually, a lot of those people do end up in my classes. And I have classes that meet once a week, or I have classes that are very intense meditation classes, depending upon the needs of the client. And we are stepping into a new paradigm where consciousness is changing. We, we can't go on as a culture the way we are under the stress we're under without something changing. So as much as the world might feel chaotic, and as much as we might think we're all being traumatized to different degrees, I do believe it's a doorway open to a new perception, a new way of viewing ourselves and our world, and a new way of healing. And I think we're going to continue to see a lot of changes with that. Yeah, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. We still have just uh, four minutes left in the show. Just wanted to make you aware, uh, just so we're good on timing. But there's still so much more to you. And uh, you mentioned, you know, listening with the heart and connecting with the soul, you say, is key, right? Between yeah. the client and the therapist. And uh, we're just excited to have you here. You offer classes, workshops, uh, you do conferences. And are you also an author? You publish, Did you publish a book or are you publish? Yes, a- I published yes. my, my book. Is- is the sacred path of the therapist modern healing ancient wisdom and client transformation is published by ww norton and company i have a much earlier book called eyes of the jaguar which is really about my first journey to south america working with peruvian healers and that was really just my story but but the sacred path of the therapist is not just for, for therapists although therapists can really learn a lot in there there are actually meditation tools in that book. There's a deeper understanding of how to integrate both of these. So anybody on a healing path can read that book and get a different perspective about healing. So I've been trying my best to contribute to the changing face of psychology by writing. And so I've had journal articles published. 
I have another journal article coming up, hopefully in the winter, and it's actually called The Alchemy of Transpersonal Psychotherapy. And it takes to greater depth what I've been trying to communicate today in our session. Well, we appreciate you being here and looking forward to By the way, can we find this on your website as well? You can find a lot of information on my website. You can find links to, I have another podcast called Transpersonal Journey with Irene Siegel. You can listen to those. Those are about the spiritual yeah. end of what I do. And um, in conjunction with what we're doing here, it's a nice balance. People can find the links to that on my website as well. They can find links to what I write on my website and a description of how I work. So there's a lot on that website. There's also classes that I teach that they can access from my website, and it takes them to a learning site where I have posted some classes that are coming up soon and others that are on demand that you can schedule anytime, and one of them is the Sacred Medicine Wheel, which I teach live weekly, but this one is an on-demand class. So depending upon what your interests are and where you are, there's, I think there's something on my website for everyone interested Beautiful. in the healing process. Well, thank you so much. And check out the video on the homepage uh, that's on Vimeo as well. Dr. Irene Siegel, uh, that's I-R-E-N-E-S-I-G-E-L. Welcome. Uh, S-I-E-G-E-L. Sorry, sorry, S-I-E-G-E-L. Well, really, pleasure having you back here. Um, looking forward to the next time we get to speak. You have a great day, okay? Thank you, and I look forward to speaking more about the holistic perspectives. Perfect. Same here. Thank you so much. Bye-bye to all of our Thanks, listeners. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.